Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. Yeah, no good. Okay. Let's start then. All right. Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. Andy. Hey, now. Ian. Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> and we have Angelo Amasuri here. Hey. Hey, everyone. How you doing? Awesome. This is episode 295. Dude, where's my heli with Angelo? So, <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Uh, first, let's uh, catch up with everyone's week. Who'd like to go first? Uh, I can go first. Uh, I've probably got the least on the list. But um, first of all, I did not get to get a chance to fly this week. I've actually been pretty busy with, you know, with work and then getting things unpacked and organized at the house, uh, the apartment, I mean. Um, still had a few things to pick up from the house, which I think it's pretty well, I think it's pretty well done. And then uh, it's just been setting up and organizing, and it's like I, I, I got my desk set up. Um, just going through things, throwing some stuff out that, you know, I find from like, uh, you know, models that I no longer have anymore, or, you know, broken parts that somehow I still have for some odd reason. Um, and just kind of sifting through tools and just, I had a hobby room down in the basement at first and then eventually I moved it upstairs and then the stuff that I didn't take upstairs, that's the stuff I'm weeding out right now out of all the stuff that I got packed. So it's just uh, a lot of organizing um still getting some you know things put together around the house um and then of course in between all that working and you know back and forth you know to school with the kids uh so um yeah that's that's pretty much all i've been up to to be honest okay yeah so somebody rescue us already <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Andy, there's that clicking you were talking about. Yeah, I hear it a lot. Are, See, are you moving? I'm not Hold crazy. Are you touching yeah. your mic? No, but I'm holding it now. Are you touching now. yourself? He's no. touching himself. <laughs> I think it, the mic was actually caught in my hair, so that might be it. So I think that's cut all your is. hair off. That'll yeah, you got to cut your beard off. <laughs> Shave your head. <laughs> you got to do it live, though. You got to do it on Facebook Live. <laughs> Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I'll give you 20 bucks if you shave I'll your head. I'll give you 20 as well. No, not, he, I mean, he can shave his head as well, but just a beard, make, make it not have the clicky noise anymore. <laughs> uh, don't. So, so you get 20 for your head and you get 20 for your beard. So it well, sounds like a good deal. Well, <laughs> hmm. I'll have to think about that one. <laughs> let's, start a, let's start a charity and see if we can get a... <laughs> We can get like him, you know, like a, a laptop and a proper mic to uh, actually do the show properly. But it'll be like we'll, you know, cut his hair for charity type of deal. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Go uh, find me. I'm pretty sure my uh, my hair is long enough to actually donate. So yeah, yeah, do that. That'd be cool. Uh, and we'll, awesome. we'll get a whole bunch of people to throw in extra money to <laughs> donate. Mm-hmm. Uh, just just throwing out ideas, you know. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Well, I did get the the laptop back, so 
Oh, okay. should be able to, you know, should be able to get that going. I think all I really need is just a good mic and, uh, you know, headset or whatever. Cool. Buy a USB but, thing. I'll send you my old mic. <laughs> oh, oh, for real? Yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. All right. So who's next? I'm next. Oh, go, you, dude. You already said. And then Ian started yapping, and I couldn't <laughs> say what I. All, I didn't get to tell you all the cool things I've done. Awesome. Well, tell us, man. Tell us. Can't uh, wait. I mowed down some corn. I said Hell I was yeah. going to mow down some corn, and I did. But not nice. a lot, just a little bit. It's barely ready. The moisture's still kind of high. But I've been uh, working on it a little bit. But no RC stuff. So, oh boy, yeah, didn't fly, didn't buy anything, didn't order anything, didn't sell anything, didn't see them, didn't even get on the Discord to hang out with the guys. So, damn, yeah. oh, I forgot to mention that, but yeah, thank goodness. At least I, yeah, at least <laughs> I touched a heli this week. I haven't even touched a heli. I didn't even trip over one this week. Like I normally do. <laughs> Wait, you did that too? Why, well, yeah. Yeah. That's trip how problem. I, trip, trip I hit, stumble over and it's like, ah, stupid fucking thing in the way. But I know, I'm too lazy to actually do anything about it. So I just curse and then move on. Mm-hmm. So, Kevin. Did you test yes, out sir. your new ESC or solve your yes. problem with your soldering? Well, wait a minute. Yes. We're jumping way far ahead. I had so many other things that happened in the RC world. Well, I don't give a shit about that. that. I just want to know about the ESC. <laughs> You're going to have to strap in. Because... <laughs> All right. I'm strapped in. All right. Let me have it. So I was on Discord Friday night. Pum, pum, pum. Cool. Nice. Yeah. Even though nobody was there because everybody's <laughs> at the mow down. But no, no, I, Jamie Burkholder was there. Uh, Jared was there. <laughs> Kansas City Shaggy was there, which was Mr. Ian. Yeah. And Darren showed up from the West Coast. Got to talk to him for a little bit. You should have told me. I might have joined up for a few minutes if I knew you were there. I was going to text you, but then I was like, eh, eh you probably won't. I was going to text you, but I really didn't want to. So <laughs> yeah. Screw yeah, you. Just, I, like, <laughs> I don't know if I want to talk to him. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> No, I uh, <laughs> didn't get a call. Well, Discord got a call from Mike D while he was at the mow down, walking around, interviewing people, and it was pretty cool. It was pretty awesome. I got a talk, chance to talk to Christy Amonti, which was uh, cool. I haven't talked to him in a while. And uh, I forget who else. I think Cliff Lewis jumped on real quick. There were a couple people. He passed me the phone, too. At Came one in point. Oh, that's right. Yep. Angel nice. jumped on, said hi. He was just walking up to people, say hello to the guys. <laughs> that was like it. But it was good to talk to Mike. I haven't talked to him in a while. Yeah. And uh, Discord was was pretty cool. I was enjoying myself. I wanted to ask Mike or or you know, but I found out later. I wanted to see if you know McClellans were going down, and they did. Mm-hmm. Saw some great pictures of those guys having some fun. Um. So then, yeah, Saturday I woke up early and uh did my physical activity that nobody ever wants to hear about and i came back and i resoldered connections on my oxy 5 because i wanted to bring that to the field and i kind of finished up whatever i needed to do on the 690 
because I wanted to bring that to the field and try it out. So what happened with the Oxy-5 was um, what the connector that was in having the issue with it was that was becoming unsoldered. Um, I found that it was getting very corroded on the inside. Once I desoldered them, and I mean, this is just Kevin's stupidity, you know, and just buying shit without looking into it. I probably could have fixed it real cheap, but like I said last week, now I got another ESC. I could put in something else. It's not going to go to waste. But um, I wound up replacing all the four mils for six mil connectors, mm-hmm. and I found the one that was corroded pretty bad. So I, you know, it was one of those kinds where you you, you put the you push the one inside the other, obviously, and it's got the little fins that kind of compress. Well, all those fins had kind of like broke off or corroded, and mm-hmm. it was just not making good contact. So obviously, that was a uh, huge issue. Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask you about that because I was listening back to that episode today, actually. And I guess I wasn't paying attention and missed it last week when we were talking, but you said it had been fine. And the only thing you changed is you put the UI sensor on. Yeah. yeah. So I wondered if one of the bullets was maybe the loose or not getting a good connection and it was fine until you move the wires around, you know, and, or was fiddling with some of that stuff. Um, and maybe it got, shifted or something and caused it to be loose like that yeah i don't think that had anything to do with it i think mm-hmm. it was just okay. coincidence that i did that and you know it was had had to act it up yeah okay but uh but uh once i took that out to the field and flew that a couple of times i mean the, after the first flight i brought it down and i uh you know, I felt the wires that previous week had been like red hot and they were ice cold. So I'm like, okay, that was, you know, and I I kind of knew it in the repair stage Mm -hmm. that it definitely was what was going on was that corroded, uh, not making great contact. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. After the first repair, it didn't feel like I didn't, didn't look at it all that good, but it didn't feel like it was loose, but I guess it was just progressively getting worse, you know, with the electrons going through it. Mm Mm-hmm. So then I took 690 out and I kind of flew that a little bit and I did a hover test on it and uh, it was like vibrating very badly. I'm like, oh, that's, that's a little strange. I was like, let me see. And I could see my, my, my pitch was off, you know, from blade to blade, you know, mm-hmm. tracking. so the tracking right mm-hmm. was off. So I, I went back to the bench and I checked it out and I made sure it was good and took off again and it was really vibrating again so i brought it back and i checked the blade tracking again uh, or the you know the pitch again and it was off again and i'm like what the Uh, hell and then i'm (laughs) this is another psa moment where kids if you want to learn from my stupid mistakes (laughs) um here it is my i guess i i didn't check or i thought it was good or i thought i replaced it but my uh, spindle shaft was bent and as soon as and I didn't even have to take it like out to put it on a piece of glass or anything like I'm standing there looking at the helicopter after the <laughs> second time of putting the pitch gauge on it and leveling it up and I'm looking down the helicopter and I can see the, the main grips kind of folding in to one like rounding out you know oh, man. I'm like oh shit that's the problem right <laughs> well, there that, well, well that's the problem right there that's it no wonder blade tracking's off it's, yeah, it's so that new variable blade tracking. 
Yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> that new Ford variable blade tracking. Yeah, it's dynamic. So yeah, so just put that back in the Jeep and you know, got a couple more flights in on the Oxy Five and just screwed around a bit and that was it. I was done for the week. Brings me to today, recording the show. Still haven't bought a plane. I did uh we did get a plotter in at work and they set it all up and then they went on vacation or not vacation they went a lot of mm-hmm. the big boss and a bunch mm-hmm. of people went to uh ohio for a a convention and left me unsupervised with a plotter so i printed out a couple of flight test planes and i, I might build <laughs> <Nice>. something who <laughs> knows nice <laughs> full size right not not tiled right it was yeah full size nice. and it was funny because a guy was me and the other guy were sitting in the office and he was like Oh, they never they never tested that plotter and I was like, Oh, speaking of that, I'm gonna yeah. test it right now. And within <laughs> two minutes I had it printing and I was like, Yep, works sure. good. <laughs> Working fine. Yeah. So that was that was my week, man. Who's next? Steve, you're next. I'm next. All right. Uh let's see. Yeah. I went to a mow down. Mow down. Yes. So I didn't sim. Um this this past week, you know, basically that week that we recorded the last episode, I was uh, solo parenting, so I was really oh, busy wow. with the family, um, busy with the kids, um, getting Hunter ready because there was a whole bunch of stuff getting ready. He got accepted to this pre-K, you know, in, in our, I guess, county or whatever. So we got him into school, so I had to get a whole bunch of paperwork and, you know, doctor stuff and everything and did it to school and all these paperwork done so uh, it was pretty crazy week um yeah. but kind of fast forward to friday uh, i did work friday but i kind of took a half day and and then i you know once chloe got out of high school um went down to the moda cool nice yeah spent a couple of hours there you know didn't do any flying, didn't even unpack the helicopters, kind of just met up with some folks and hung out. And, um, you know, I think I was only there for like maybe two hours or three hours. And then uh, and at that point, it was kind of like around seven or eight o'clock. And, you know, <clears throat> I figured I'll take the kids, uh, do dinner somewhere around there. And then that way, we you know, I think it might have been a little bit later than that. Might have been around nine o'clock. But figure, you know, let's go do dinner with the kids. And then uh, and I headed home from there. And then my wife was actually coming back from Jersey that Friday night, so I met up with her. Like, I think she got home ten minutes before we did. Okay. Yeah. So then Saturday was a full day at the motel, and we'll kind of talk about that in the main topic. Uh, but before that, let's get to know Angelo some, and uh, yeah, ask him some questions, huh? Okay. All right. Uh, so first of all, Angelo, where are you from? Where are you located? So I live in a town called Howell in New Jersey. It's kind of like central, right in the middle of the state. It's about 10 minutes from the Six Flags in New Jersey, if anyone knows that area. Oh, Oh, yes. Nice. Nice. Yeah, Jackson, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm in Howell, which is the next town over. I border with Jackson. Cool. Kind of central located, yeah. Yeah. Um, How long have you been in the hobby? So, I've been in the hobby, like, when we say in the hobby. So, I started flying, like, 2012-ish, 
Okay. And, you know, I never really, it was kind of like I was alone. I would just go fly here and there solo. I never really progressed. And then probably like by 2015 or so, I was just like, I just hung it up. Like I just didn't have time. Life was getting crazy. Mm-hmm. Family, family was getting crazy. Little kids running around. So I just kind of like stopped flying and I kept, you know, contemplating selling all my stuff and never did that, thankfully. And then just probably a year ago, almost like August of last year, I really started getting back into it. And nice. uh, yeah. And then, you know, got to meet, you know, folks here locally. And I think mm-hmm. that that's helped me really enjoy the hobby the most. Like, you know, Jimmy Tate, you know, all those guys, Emilio, Rick, Ryan out in, in Philly, mm-hmm. met up with those guys. And then, of course, the South Jersey Heli crew got to meet with those guys. Yeah, right. TNT and GQ and TR. They all have nicknames down there, <laughs> as, as you know, right? Yep, yep. And then, uh, you know, so so basically now that's like my usual flying. Like if, I, if I'm not in South Jersey, I'm probably in Philly or here locally in town with uh, my other buddy, Eric, I'm sorry, Mark, who I met through uh, Facebook as well. Nice. So uh, back when you first started in 2012, like, what were you flying? Well, like, because you said you didn't sell any of your stuff, so I'm curious what type, what type of equipment you had, you know? Yeah, so so by the time I was done, I had a T-Rex 450 Pro, okay. a T-Rex 500 Pro, a Galley X3, and a Goblin 630. Nice, okay. So when I left the hobby, all those helis were broken. <laughs> like, <laughs> they were all broken. And they were it's all a good reason to leave the hobby, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were just like all broken, all in boxes. You know, we had to move, you know, and it was just like, it was a lot going on. And I just like had to put everything on pause, you know what I mean? And um, right. yeah, and then when I started getting like, the spark again what it was was my brother-in-law who has like a dji mavic pro like mavic mini whatever it is he brought it to the house and like let me fly it around and stuff and like man it got the itch going again to want to fly something you know so at that point i ended up buying an oxy 2 off of heli freak and started playing with that and then slowly started building all those helicopters that i had sitting in boxes for years and um yeah, I got them all built, and then I decided, let me go join a club, which I have one here locally. Nice. It's called uh, Jersey Coast uh, RC Club. Oh, Jersey um, Coast, yeah. Yeah, that. they're in Alaire State Park, and, uh, you know, good group of guys there. Not many helicopters, and yeah. for me, the field is not very conducive to flying helicopters. The tree line's really close. I'm just not comfortable there, so I drive like an hour to fly elsewhere when I can drive 10 minutes. I mean, I still go there here and there, but it's just not a you know great place to fly for me. For me. I'm surprised you've never been to um, our club up in uh, North Brunswick. Yeah, Polda. I was going to say the same thing. Is that Polda? Yeah. yeah. So I've only been there once, which was you know this past year. I went up there with Sam Larson. and. Okay, yeah. 
And, Larison. Uh, right? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he corrects me every time. Every time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love him, man. He was, we were texting earlier. Um, but yeah, I went up, met with him, and then Ricky uh, came out, and uh, we had a good time. Actually, that was the place where I killed my logo 690. Um, tail boom, mm-hmm. uh, tail, tail blade ejected, and it just ate itself. So, oh, sure. yeah, I was there once. That's a cool place. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, do you only fly helicopters, or do you also fly planes and uh, multi rotors? So right now, only helicopters. Nice. I say right now because I, I bought. So at this club that I joined, they had a a raffle, or whatever, an auction, and and I bought a guy's plane, a foamy like a pattern plane, and it just needed like some, I guess, some servos and and uh, and a receiver to get it flying, and I. Brought it home all excited and I got it all set up and bought servos and all that stuff. And then I took it to the field and like, I don't I don't really know how to fly this thing, right? I don't know if I have it set up right. And I got one of the guys there to like, you know, check it out and fly it for me. And he took it up and like it was, I guess, really tail heavy or something. It was just out of like balance and uh oh. It ended up in the tree. <laughs> and then we we got it down. It wasn't too bad. But then I just I just like, you know what, I'm not yeah, I, I didn't have the time to like dive any deeper in that. And then like a little bit later, somebody said, "Hey, I know you want to get a plane. And I have this apprentice. I'll give it to you for twenty bucks. It just needs some electronics." And I've got those two just sitting in my garage. I haven't really touched them, but I do want to try flying some planes at some point. Nice. Yeah. Cool, man. That's a good deal. Twenty bucks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was a really good deal. I think somebody gave it to me. He's like, hey. Pretty great plane. <laughs> yeah, and then you know my 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 buddy here, Mark. He's always um, telling me, you know, you know, buy this, buy that, as far as planes go, and because because they, you know, when we fly locally, they have like one of those little mini planes. Uh, I can't I keep forgetting the name of it. Induct Inductix. I don't know what it's called. A little Horizon Hobby plane. Um, Inductrix. That's a quad. Uh, not the quad. I don't. I don't know what it's called. Sorry, I don't remember. But it's a really micro one S foam plane. Okay. And yeah. So one of those little UMX. Yeah, planes. that's what it is. And they'll like they'll him and him and the other guy John will fly together, like and they'll kind of like battle and stuff. He's like, you got to get one of these, and we'll just go and battle. And that sounds pretty, you know, really cool. I just again, just I don't know. It's a uh, just haven't gotten there yet, but that's probably in the yeah. road. I'm not seeing those out anymore, like as many as as many models as I used to see. Mm-hmm. No, they used to have like one a month come out. Yep. Yeah. We kind of discontinued everything. Yeah. Yep. Ryan's hobby's a business model. <laughs> cool. Um, so what got you interested in the first place back in 2012? So, like, I don't have... You know, RC, like family, no one really did RC. Right. None of my friends really did RC. It just, I was, I was walking through the mall with my wife and kids, like my babies and my wife. And, uh-huh. and the dude in the kiosk was flying one of those three channel coaxials, right? The little micro ones. Yeah. Like all over, like right above people's heads. You know, at the time I'm like, oh, that's so cool. You know, and um, I walked over and I started checking it out. And I'm like, dude, I can fly one of these. Like, oh, it's so easy. I love it. And so, 
you know, five minutes into talking to the guy, I'm walking away with the biggest one they have. I'm talking about like three foot long. <laughs> the Iron Horse Seven. Super, yeah. Huge big one, yeah. Got LED blinking lights all over him. Like, <laughs> I was so happy. I was so happy to bring it home, and I took it home and like took it outside the next day, and I spooled it up, and it just crashed into a tree. <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like that wasn't supposed to happen. Um, <laughs> they don't tell you on those the bigger ones are like the little ones are okay-ish, I guess, for in your living room. But the bigger mm-hmm. they are, the worse they are. Those oh, big ones are terrible. just the worst crap ever. Yeah, that was so bad. It was terrible. And the guy got me. Like he really got me because he's like, I got the last one here, and this other guy really wanted it. And I'm like, well, I can't let it get away because I have to buy it. Yeah, you know. <laughs> So <laughs> he snickered you good. Out. Yeah, he got me real good. I, I overpaid. I know I did. And I was just like, whatever. And um, so I, I went back to him. I'm like, listen, this thing's a piece of shit. It doesn't work. It, it, made, it made me crash. He's like, no, no, you need this. So he gives me, so he sells me something else. And I was like, the worst sucker. <laughs> so, so I ended up, you know, getting a really a micro, right? And I was just like zipping around in the house and like hitting the wall and like hitting like furniture and stuff. My wife was yelling at me, but you know, that was fun. I'm like, this thing's like cool and all, but it's not like a real helicopter. Like it's weird. The tail doesn't look like a helicopter's tail, you know? Because it's got, you know, the motorized tail that pitches just up and down for you to go forward and backwards. And um and I just started looking online and stuff, and then I saw this wl i don't know what it was called v911 toy thing yes like four channel fixed pitch man that thing was so good man it was so good in the house like i would just fly it all over the place i got real comfortable with it and then i don't know craigslist like some dude was selling a um a walkera master cp i'll never forget that one either that was my first collective pitch alley and took that thing outside and destroyed it in like five minutes and um learned how to fix like you know things like feathering shafts and you know changing blades and just random you know maintenance on helis with that and then i'm like all right i gotta have some resources right so i just went online and i googled i don't know what i googled about helicopters and that introduced me to heli freak you know that website i'm like oh man they're talking about the stuff that I have, you know? So I'm like, let me join up. And then I joined Heli Freak and got, you know, a- acquainted with some people there. And then I found the, the for sale section. And and then I ended up buying, a, you know, a couple of kits that I built, those T-Rexes and um, the X3. And, you know, and then, and then Simulator, right? Then I started getting into Simulator and... And really practicing and learning how to, you know, keep them in one piece. Um, nice. Yeah. I met a couple of guys from Heli Freak um, that were probably like two hours away from me. So when I would go to meet up with and fly with them, it was great to fly with someone. But, you know, I pack up and drive two hours, fly for a few and then drive home another two hours. And then the day is gone. And. You know, with uh, the family, he was young, the kids were young, and, you know, leaving the wife home with the kids and stuff. It just, it wasn't really working out, and that's kind of probably one of the reasons, the main reason why I just kind of hung it up. Um, 
But yeah, that that's what got me into them. Walking through a mall and watching some crazy dude fly these things around people's heads. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, if you don't mind us asking, what do you do for a living? How do you afford this wonderful hobby? Yeah, no. Um, so I work for a company called Philips Healthcare. You might have heard of them. They make the Sonicare toothbrush and the mm-hmm. air fryer. Okay. And they also have a medical division that does defibrillators and heart mm-hmm. monitors, right? Nice. So I work for the I work for the side of the business that does the cardiac monitoring. Um, so my my position is uh, operations manager for the East Zone. Um, I started there as a project manager. We would we would sell these monitors and equipment to hospitals, and then we would go out and install it. You know, and and my role there was managing the project. But um, mm-hmm. recently, I got a new job where my my job is not really going and install this stuff, but just kind of managing the day to day activities for the project management team in the zone, and um, you know, revenue and counting beans and making sure all that stuff's right. Somebody's got to count the beans. Someone's got to count the beans. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> someone's yeah. got to plant the beans someone's got to till the beans sell the beans install the beans, the beans and count the beans collect the money for the beans right and give it the beans <laughs> 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 all right um are you sponsored uh no i'm not i joke when people ask me i say yeah, i'm sp- sponsored by my wallet mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> uh you mentioned simming uh which uh, sim do you use? So, believe it or not, my favorite sim, even after coming back and trying other ones, is still Real Flight uh, 7.5. I mean, I haven't tried 9, you know, the newer ones that came out, mm-hmm. um, because, because 7.5 works really well on my old-ass computer. And, right. And it, it flies, for me, as realistic as the heli does outside. So I'm more comfortable with that. I've tried, you know, Phoenix back in the day was, was where I started, but then I ended up with real flight and stayed there. And then I got AccuRC and I have, um, I think it's heli X. Mm-hmm. Tried those other two. And, um, I feel like AccuRC could be great if my, computer can keep up with it i know they say it's meant to work you know with yeah little resources on a computer but it doesn't it doesn't feel great for me on my computer so i just um i should get a new computer really but but i mean real flight is for me is is home you know it's comfortable i like it yep whatever works for you right yeah great um all right kind of we kind of heard about what you had back in the day. What's in your fleet today? So today, I'm staring at my wall. I still have my Gowie X3. It's just sitting there, not flying, no blades, you know, barely any electronics in it, but it's still there. Uh, but um, I do have a, a Kraken um, 700 that I converted to Nitro. Nice. I have... Yeah, I have the 580 Nitro SAB. Mm-hmm. I have uh, SAB Raw Electric. Nice. 
and I have so the 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 630 that was crashed and fixed and I actually still have it and it's now sporting a Thunder T red and black scheme that I'm I'm still flying so I've got oh. that yeah it's it's always been a great heli and and actually I never flew it as a 700 so I put a 700 boom on it and it flies great so I really I'm really enjoying it. um I have those and then I have a I have a Protos 700 um kind of the old original MSH uh V2 Max mm-hmm. that I recently put some lights on and got to fly that that mode down that was pretty fun and um I still have some some micros I have I have the um Oxy2 still that I talked about earlier and I have a M2 and an M1 nice Cool. A very decently sized fleet. Yeah. I think I think I'm happy with where it is right now, right? And I'm like telling myself, stop buying things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? <Yeah. laughs> it never stops. <laughs> I know. That's the problem, right? Like yeah. I just you know, like just chill out. Oh, and I used to have a <laughs> I used to have a 380 buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about that later. Yeah, we'll get into that. <laughs> um let's uh let's talk about your supporting equipment so like what do you like to fly as far as you know fly brawlers units transmitters batteries chargers you know that that type of stuff yeah um so i'm not like a a super dedicated to one brand kind of person like i like to try Mm -hmm. a lot of different things um on my raw i have a um using a scorpion tribunus 200 amp esc with the 4525 scorpion motor um, I think nice. pretty much, I, I think I like Scorpion motors. So like I have a lot of those. Um, they're pretty much in, um, in the Thunder, in the, in the, um, the Raw, and also in the Protos, the 4525. I, I, I seem to like that motor because I have them, I have them, I have it in every one of my machines. Um, but mm-hmm. the, um, and then I have some hobby wings. So I have the Scorpion Tribunus in the, I really got it to try it because it seemed really like, like a really solid ESC. Mm-hmm. And I like the options that are in it and the safe modes and stuff like that. So I like it. But I mean, I also I also like the hobby wings that are, you know, always been reliable. So yeah. I've got, um, you know, a couple of 130 amp um, ESCs and a couple of 160s. And um, as far as um, fly barless, when I got back into it and I met those guys in in Philly, like Jimmy and, and all those guys, they um they all were flying V bars and V controls, right? And I still had my old school G one DX eight, you know, with the bendable antenna, which, you know, <laughs> I still have. I use it for mm-hmm. my one of them too. It flies fine, but mm-hmm. you know, and with icon, I used to fly that with icons and um, never really had a problem. The biggest complaint I had, and again, my radio was old and the Bluetooth app for the icon was terrible and just watching them like make parameter changes and set up and all that stuff through the radio. I finally gave in. I said, I got to try a V control and, you know, before full, you know, full committing and buying a touch, I ended up buying a used one off of another buddy that I knew who's got himself a touch. Mm -hmm. And, um, 
I love it, man. I got that. I got a Neo. I went through setup and I did it all on my radio and it was like in five minutes, you know, with some help. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, damn, like, what was I missing? You know what I mean? I, I know that I know there are a lot of other radio systems that do integration and you can do all that. But I mean, the ease of it is just for me, it's yeah. a game changer. It, it just you're more time flying, less time, you know, messing with trying to do settings like god forbid you have to you want to adjust gains you know at the field with a, another system that doesn't have that ability to do it you know through a radio or you know any integration mm-hmm. yeah you know you're bringing your laptop to the field or something and whipping it out and having trouble connecting and it's just it's a frustrating experience so i was i was really happy uh, making the switch so now you know that's pretty much all i fly on all my helis is, is v bars uh, v controls and neos I haven't gotten a touch yet, but that's probably in the in the cars here at some point. Yeah. Well, and you don't realize that you need something like that until you have it. Sort of, it's kind of hard to explain. Yeah, like, no, that's a really good point because when you don't have it, you get by. And I mean, in everything in life, you get by. But once you start getting a little taste of something that's making your life a little bit easier in whatever you're doing, it's like. Yeah. That's why haven't I done this sooner? <laughs> awesome. All right. Uh, do you guys have any other questions for Angelo before we kind of pivot over to the fall heli modown recap? No, let's no I want to hear about the yeah. Let's yeah. hear about the modown. All right. Uh, yeah. I don't know if anybody went in the corn. Hmm. Uh, some people in the corn. There was. Had some corn cob. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. So, I, I showed up Friday evening. Um, there wasn't a lot of people there. I, you know, if I had to give a number count to it, maybe, including people with their families and significant others and stuff like that, I would probably say there was probably about 40 people, you know, 35, 40 people. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Angela, when did you get there? You got there earlier than I did, I believe. Yeah, I got in Thursday night. Yeah. And, um, yeah, Thursday night, we got in pretty late, like 9 p.m. or something like that. And um, yeah. it wasn't many, there wasn't that many people there at that time either. Yeah. Um, did you did you end up camping there? Did you get a hotel? What was your setup like? Yeah, no, I stayed um, at the field. I ended up um, renting out an RV. I brought, the, I brought the family, the wife and the kids and... Took them on a camping trip, you know what I mean? Nice. So mm-hmm. They enjoyed that very much. They they enjoyed it last time when we went to spring playing. Um, I did the same thing, um, but this time, you know, it was far less um, crowded that you can actually, like last time I couldn't get a spot to hook up the RV. Right, right, right a hook up spot, yeah. So when I called, I'm like, I wasn't expecting when I, when I texted Joe. Mm-hmm. In case he's like, yeah, we got a spot. I'm like, oh, awesome. So, so that worked out pretty well. I ended up, nice. Um, yeah, camping next door to Brandon Lee and and Leroy and Sean Hall and those guys. So we had a good time. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I think I didn't get a pilot's count. So, but I know I was I was 64 on Saturday reg- registering on Saturday. So I think it's probably about 70 people there, I would say. 70 pilots, I would say, you know, around that number. 
Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, overall feel though was was definitely like Spring Fling, but it was like to be honest, it felt like half the people, which is actually was great. Um, Spring Fling was very busy. It was very hectic. It was very packed. It was kind of a lot going on there, and I, and I kind of liked the the, the fall modals. It's always usually, you know, more laid back and, and easier. You know, just a little bit less rushed and just I don't know. You know, waiting at, at fly stations and stuff like that. So it's kind of a nicer event. Plus the weather. The weather was a lot cooler and nicer as well. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about some flights, huh? We definitely saw some good flights. Um, I got to mention uh, Devin's flying, man. Devin's flying is freaking gone. I mean, he's he, you know he's a good pilot, right? He's, he's a great pilot. But, like, he's definitely gone levels above now you know yeah um, he pulled out a gasser on one of the night flights and oh, that thing was pulling like a freight train and he was flying the shit out of that helicopter i mean it's hard to put in words uh sherman has a video of it i believe it's on the hangout so definitely go try to search for it there but uh yeah it was an amazing flight it really was he was definitely Beating the snot out of it. Yeah, it was pulling hard too at night. <laughs> yeah, it was. Weather. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, that flight. <laughs> he was flying it so damn hard. He broke both tail blades. He didn't. He didn't hit anything. What? He didn't hit anything. You know, he didn't like come and hit the corn or anything on the ground. He didn't know the tail blades were broken. I mean, he heard like a little sound and he felt the tail being a little squishy but it was like ah it's still flying so he flew it and kept on flying it and then he lands and then he goes back to I guess his camp or whatever and yeah the tail blades were soft they broke in flight oh man <laughs> like that's how hard he was flying that day man it did not affect his flight at all I'll tell no, you that he no. was definitely you couldn't tell watching but yeah mm-hmm. he walked over he's like my tail blades are broken <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm like broken. Like what? What'd you do? He's like, I don't know. They just like you can squeeze them and bend them, and they just yeah, like they're soft. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Um, uh, I mean, these are mostly night flights. I mean, there's there's some awesome flights during the daytime as well. Um, but yeah, the night ones stick out a little bit more for me. Yeah, I gotta mention one. I know you're gonna get into others. I just gotta mention another. You know, Devin flight at night, the uh-huh. night or Friday night. He. Uh, Brandon Lee brought out his um, yes. Synergy 696, and he's like, "Hey, Devin, you know, you know, beat the shit out of this thing, right?" And and so Devin proceeded to lay down a really sick flight on it, and like he was in the zone. You could tell everyone was just like, "Wow!" And it, and then he comes and he lands, and the entire tail box is like twisted about 80 degrees, <laughs> like. <laughs> They had to go and pin that boom after his flight. Like, he is flying so wait, hard. Wait, wait. Was it like a three channel where the tail blades were yeah, picking exactly. up? <laughs> exactly. He turned it into coaxial. And he was like, <laughs> I'm like, wow. Like, he landed. And everyone was like, oh, my God. And I looked at the tail. And I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> it's like fully cocked sideways. Like, wow. man, 
Yeah, that kid is he's he's beating shit up out there for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Um, let's see. So, Josh Goodrow threw a a pretty sick flight with his uh, T Rex uh, Nitro V one. 700 v1 um ended it in you know the usual josh goodrow fashion <laughs> kind of you know in the dirt really hard i mean like really hard <laughs> yeah when he crashes he crashes you know he doesn't tip it over you know, <laughs> softly or nothing um but that was an awesome flight as well man it's uh yeah super yeah. fast he flies amazing, man. I got to watch a lot of his flights that mm-hmm. week. Yeah. Super fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Cade was out there with his whiplash turbine. Can't yeah. See, and that was fun to watch, too. Yeah, I missed that. How did that, uh, how did that turn out? Yeah, so, you know, he was, it's like, he was staying with, with Brandon and those guys right next mm-hmm. to me. So I got to got to watch him, you know, start his turbine up and like do some tuning and, and wrenching on it and stuff. So I got to ask a bunch of questions and learn a little bit about it, which was really cool. But um, you know, he had he had one flight um in the daytime. I think it was Saturday afternoon. And and everything was everything went really well. Like he he had a flight. It was about, you know, three-minute flight. It wasn't a super long flight, but it was, like, ripping, man. That thing was, like, so cool to hear a turbine, you mm-hmm. know, getting thrown around like that. And his flight style is really, is really nice to, to watch, too, because he's, he's not, like, a super fast smack, but, like, he's got yeah. – I would call it I would call it finesse, right? And he's, like – Yeah, he's smooth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really enjoyed watching him fly. Yeah. And then that was the first, I think, flight he did out in the front, and then – and he went back out with it a little bit later. And I think you might have seen it in a live video from Leroy, but um, he kind of, I think, I don't know exactly what happened. I don't know. I'm not that proficient in them, but he had to land it right away. And then he ran over to grab it. And then he ran back faster with it, um, screaming for the uh, the fire extinguisher. So um, it did catch a little bit of a, a flame, but you know he was able to put it out. And actually fly it again after that, so that was pretty cool. But yeah, that was that was really intense to watch. It was pretty cool to see um, in person. Yeah, talk about some tandem flights. So Drew and Josh did a pretty, pretty sweet tandem flight. It was a, it was a Tron Seven with an oxy. It was an oxy nitro. It was a five nitro. I think it was a six twenty five, like six twenty stretch, whatever on it. Um, yeah, that was an amazing flight. There were a couple that close calls. <laughs> yeah, everyone was uh, everyone was waiting for the electric to land, and yes, he, he actually ended up <laughs> flying way longer than the, than the nitro, which was shocking to see. Yeah, I gotta say it must have been like maybe a minute longer, like. Mm-hmm. A decent while longer <laughs> um yeah yeah you know you know josh he's he's full 100 percent. you know full send full motor <laughs> yeah. you know he he doesn't run a v curve he runs just 100 percent. and um 
you know, I, I Drew was like, yeah, one thing great about electric, he was just he was varying his head speed a lot during that flight, so he he was able to stretch that battery, yeah, quite quite well. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was a cool flight to watch, though. Yeah, that was good. <clears throat> um, it was so another I, cool triple tandem. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So during the daytime, uh, Shaggy comes up to me. He's like. You had a battery charge for your raw? I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, let's go fly with Cliff. We're going to fly, do a, let's do a tandem with the three raws. And I was like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so we go over there and, um, you know, it takes takes a couple of minutes to get everyone set up. And like, Cliff ended up getting a phone call and stuff like that. But, um, you know, we got we got all three of us set up and uh, and just on the back, the back flight line. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we... Uh, we did a tandem flight, and Jesus, I think, recorded it on the Hangout. Um, cool. It was fun. I was kind of messing with, <laughs> I was messing with Shaggy and Cliff a little. Like, I don't know. Why do you gotta when mess I, with guys? I know. Why like, do you gotta I be such a flight, dick all the time? I mean, I got the I got the asshole badge from Mike, so I, I, you know, I, I like that's the oh, reason why I did now. it. Yes, I have the asshole merit badge from Mike, so I'm certified, <laughs> and that's the reason why I, I do these things, you know, Dude, you because I have to. Horse, man. Yeah, but why uh, does Steve get one? <laughs> <laughs> no, so I was, uh, you know, so I'm flying and I'm, like doing TikToks, and I'm just like, I'm kind of chasing them a little, <laughs> just for fun, you know. I didn't even know it was going down. I was like on the other end, and I just started walking by, and I see, oh look. There's two helicopters. No, wait a minute. There are three. Who is that flying? I got, I got closer and I realized it was you three. And I'm like, and as I was watching, I was pretty, it was pretty entertaining. Put it that way. I did see what you're talking about. You like <laughs> met with them a little bit. That was pretty. Yeah. Fun. That was fun to watch. So you know, Shaggy is doing his thing where he's just all over the place. You know, um, we try to call out some maneuvers and stuff. We try to do some like hurricanes and take talks together and things like that. You know. Um, but it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was a good, it was a good time. I kind of like tandem flying. <laughs> I don't know. It's, mm. and you know, I don't want to crash, but you know, I don't mind if it does. So yeah, just as long as it's on video and you know, as long as both part, you know, anyone, everyone who's uh, involved is okay with that. Right. Like I don't want to, you know, someone's going to get upset about it then. You know, don't fly with me. <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah, if if shit happens and it happens, and we can all laugh and walk away with uh, a memory of it, then so be it. <laughs> uh, I like that attitude. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else? What else do we want to talk about the event? There was um, there was another tandem that happened. I think earlier in the day. I can't remember. I think it was Friday actually. Mm-hmm. It was Friday afternoon. It was um, Jason Bell. And is it Frank Columbia? Is that the name? The okay, guy yeah. <clears throat> they, they threw down a pretty sick tandem flight in, at center stage. Um, that was really impressive to watch. They were doing, like, chasing hurricanes and funnels, and, like, one was TikTok, and the other one was doing loops around him. It was really, really, really good to watch. That was a fun one. Nice. I would have got it on video, but I was a little bit of ways away watching um, by the time I realized what was going on over there, you know? I don't know. I'm sure... Someone's got it on video somewhere. But that was fun. Nice. Uh, there was another tandem. Now, this is, I don't even know what to call this. 
it was at nighttime, and how many was there? Five of us? <laughs> Probably like five of us, yeah. Yeah. So I think there was five of us, and I think it was like three logo 200s. Actually, you know what? Before we even go into that, I want to give a shout out to Jimmy Tate. He won a logo 200 from the uh, raffles. And, um, you know, he's like, he was so excited. He, you know, he, he you know, he's heard about this, obviously, and, and seeing people fly. So he was really excited about it. And, and I'm like, hey, do you want to tandem with that at night? He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm down. Let's do it. You know, and I'm like, awesome. Yeah. Actually, Gujaro has one as well. And, and Lance has an M2. And, and I think Angela has an M2. Like, we're going to get a whole bunch of it. He's like, yeah, I'm down, you know, so he was totally down for it. So we ended up getting five of us. Um, so, yeah, Angelo, myself, um, Lance, uh, Goodrow, and then and and uh, Jimmy. And who was – was there anyone else? Was that all? I think that might have been all of them. That's it, right? Yeah. Uh, just so five. We, yeah, just five. Yeah. Only five. Yeah, yeah only five. <laughs> so we light yeah. up, and there's like five little, you know, 200 size helis on the floor there. And I'm just like, all right, this is gonna happen. So we, we start flying, and you know, um, tandem comment, you know, whatever. I'm just like, how do I like hit someone, and and you know, how do I hit someone's <laughs> helicopter without falling my helicopter in the ground? Because you know, I end up crashing a lot because I start looking at other helis too much. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's there's some for a solid minute. There was like five helis all flying. Mm-hmm. Not able to hit anything. <laughs> um, and then I think something happened where two dropped out, I remember. Well, one of them went sideways and ended up in the corn. Okay. That was mine. Okay. And then, <laughs> so, and then I think, I, don't, I, don't, I didn't see uh, Jimmy go down, but then, like, you, yeah. Mike, and Josh were, were left. Yeah. Right and, and, like, I'm trying to just keep this helicopter in the air and try to do some 3D. And Goodrow, man, this kid is insane. He's just like whipping, like, they're not hurricanes. I don't know what they are. They're like. He was doing some insane, fast, like. Circuits, but they're like in 45 degrees. Like they come down and go up, like almost like a loop, but 45 degrees, if you can imagine it. And he's whipping around him like, like holy shit! I'm trying to hit him, like I can't hit him. How, so how did nobody? How did nobody hit each other? Is what I'm amazed by. Like hitting someone, like a pilot or someone. No, no, no. I mean, into. into oh. Like, how did no? How how was there no collision? You know what I mean? It's I know, like, I know. So yeah, we were flying, and I and I ended up crashing out because I was trying to like he was coming across, and I tried to like pitch pump into him, and I lost the tail and crashed out, um, and he survived. And he was still flying for like 30 seconds after. I don't know how he was, his batteries even lasted that long, to be honest. <laughs> and then he had, he had his little plastic balls strapped to it, too. Yes. Shaking his heli and shaking his balls. That was pretty funny. Yeah, so he found some truck nuts somewhere. <laughs> like little plastic ones, 3D printed, I guess. And yeah, he found a clip and he clipped it onto his, uh, the landing skills of his logo. <laughs> And yeah, he had truck nuts on it. And that's uh, if you see my post for the mowdown, you see an, uh, a logo two hundred with truck nuts. That was good, Joe. And, and how <laughs> and how old are all you guys? I mean, <laughs> we all fly toy helicopters. We're all out there playing with our toys, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what do you mean? I don't understand the question. <laughs> Nine, ten, yeah, 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nine ten with budgets of like, you know, 30, 40 year olds. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So so Jimmy leans over to me during the raffle. He's like, Oh, logo two hundred, I'll take that. And they called his number right after that. He's like, oh, No way. He was so happy, dude. He was so oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah, that was a good one. He deserved that. Yeah, yeah, he's so stoked we're talking after him. Like he's like, yeah, I got all these parts going and everything. He's so happy. Like Joel hooked him up with two batteries, like, yeah. you know, which is great because they're maniacs and that's the batteries he flies for. So that's like, yeah, this is awesome. So yeah. yeah, that was a that was a good that was a good flight. That was fun. Yeah, we actually <laughs> we were getting ready to go up, right? And then and Devin <laughs> yeah. was gonna go up with his gasser and we actually made him take it away so we could fly yeah. up well, at least. <laughs> he was like, What the fuck? <laughs> his gasser's all running and everything. Like and he puts it down. We're like, dude, we're gonna fly. We're all, you know, like we're all standing in <laughs> our batteries. So he's like Okay. <laughs> he turns it off, walks back. Like, <laughs> we called Devin <laughs> with the gasser <laughs> for five little <laughs> micros. Uh, that was good, good times. Time. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Um, so you had a pretty interesting night flight, I heard, huh? I missed it, by the way, which sucks. But when did, what what happened there? Let's talk about that. With the, with the buddy? Mm-hmm. So Friday night, <clears throat> it was late. Like there wasn't many people there to begin with. So there's only a handful of us out flying. It was me, Devin was there, Brandon, um, Cade was out there, Lamont was out there with the juice. Uh-huh. Um, it, was a, it was a handful of people out there. It wasn't that many of us, right? Alex was out there. Alex Fredrickson, he's, uh-huh. he's out there. And, um, and Jesus, so we're out there. We're just chilling. We're flying. I flew my night, my night bird, and then that was when that was the night he flew the six nine six and twisted the tail on it. And then after that flight, <clears throat> I think they went to pin the boom. I don't know where they went. They went back to the trailer. Devin, Cade, and Brandon did. And I'm I, before he left, I'm like, hey, Devin, I have a battery charge. Fly this, buddy. He's like, no, nah, I don't want to fly it. I'm like, all right, fine, I'll fly it. So so the, the funny thing is I said to him later, I'm like, you know, you should have just flew it. <laughs> it would still be here. But um, <laughs> so I just like I wasn't really doing like it wasn't an impressive flight. The story is not really super impressive either, but it's wild. Right. So so and and Steve, you were there the, 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 the day before you got there Friday afternoon or whatever. And yeah, um, so I had. I had like on the I was flying the seven hundred in the front and I had a blowout, a tail blowout. Yeah, so I was actually there for that. Yes. <clears throat> you were there for that. You were in the parking lot for that. Yes, and, I was in the parking lot. <laughs> and I got a little bit over the flight line. I mean, it was really like so I was doing I don't I don't remember what I was doing at the time. And uh-huh. it was some kind of a tail maneuver. And as I was like pitching up, like kind of coming up from in front of me, mm-hmm. the tail just blew out. And I lost it completely, but I was able to save it. It was up over the flight line. You know, I turned it around, brought it back in. Right, kind of scared uh, the shit. <laughs> like, Let's be honest, you were you weren't over the flight line. You were like, well, maybe over the rear flight line. Dude, I was. Yeah, it was it was a big violation, right? It was out, yeah. kind of like I was. Sta- Mike Lawrence was standing next to me. Jesus was on a chair. 
Jimmy was back there. And and they, Jesus was like, you should have seen Mike. Mike was running left and right. He didn't know where to go. He was like, <laughs> running for dear life. And Jesus is like, well, I'm fucked. I'm just sitting on this chair right here. I'm fucked. I'm going to die. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so that was, you know, that wasn't a, a very good feeling, right, to have yeah. that. And, and um, you know, I brought it back in. I finished out a little bit of the flight, and then I just landed. I'm like, I'm, I'm done with this, right? Mm-hmm. So then that was earlier in the day. Later on, I'm like, I'm going to get back on the horse. And I had a couple of better flights in the back. And then I had a, you know, my night flight was, was fine, and I flew the buddy already once that night. That was good. And so now going back, Devin didn't want to fly it. I had a charge pack. I'm like, let me just, let me just fly it, right? So I'm just doing upright figure eights inverted figure eight just 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 chilling like you know relaxing yeah and then i started doing these loops you know inverted tail down kind of facing me and pitch it up away from me right i did one loop and that was fine the second loop it got faster and then the third loop it was really fast and again man it went up and the tail blew out and it it kind of got over my right shoulder And, and i know i know how this sounds right like if I fucked it up, I fucked it up, right? But 100%, the tail blew out on both of those occasions, and which is why it went where it went. But you know, there's the lesson learned in there. You know, don't do too wild shit too close to you, right? So that being said, it went over my shoulder. I turned around and stared right into the floodlights and oh, blinded geez. myself. Dude, just blinded myself. Like. And I screamed out, I can't see it. I don't know where it is. I don't know who was there at the time. I think Jesus was there. Alex was there, maybe. And then I saw the Neo light in the distance when I got my eyesight back. And I, to make sure, like, you know, no one got hurt, I had rescue on it. I hit rescue so it goes up. And then I hit it again. And then I hit it again. Because oh, I wanted to make sure, like, I don't want to fall on a camper, a person, a car, a tent. It's 2 a.m. You know what I mean? People are so and then I'm like trying to run out into the dark to see if I can see it. And then all of a sudden my radio goes disconnected. Oh, Oh, shit. I I just lost my signal. And Alex is like, no way. And he runs out with his flashlight and we start scanning the field and it's just nowhere to be seen. Especially that dark and then that late. You're not going to find it. And it's a buddy. It's not like a 700. Right. He had a little, I mean, he had a really good flashlight so he can like scan the ground. So it was definitely not, definitely wasn't in the grass, right? It was like gone from there. And then, and then I grabbed my radio and I started walking out and I started getting a signal and it would drop weak signal. And then I was trying to check the decibels and see if I can get closer to it, but couldn't get it. And then we ended up turning into a search party. It was like, it was me Alex, Jesus, and this guy named Greg. I think he's a local um, to that to that club. And um, you know, <laughs> we jumped in the truck and we drove down even to the road and around with the radio out the window, trying to see if we can connect to it. And then as we came up the other side by the house, we picked it up again. And so like, all right. So then we, you know, dude, Alex was like, he was all in. He's like in the corn looking for it. Greg was in there looking for it. I was out here with the radio trying to see where the signal is the strongest and and we just couldn't find it, dude. And I was just like, and, and they didn't want to give up, man, honestly. Yeah. I was like, guys, it's 
I appreciate it, man. It's it is what it is. I mean, if it doesn't turn up at this point, you know, it's just maybe we'll find it in the morning, you know, kind of thing. You know, what's interesting is that, like, you lost signal. Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, folks have flown, like, to the road and back, you know? Like, yeah, I don't know how that happened. Like, I feel like maybe. Unless you're way beyond that, like, even beyond the road, if you're like. But that's like, the thing, right? Here's the thing, right? I saw it, it flew past the lights. Mm-hmm. I hit the rescue button so it straightened out and go up. You know, I might have done it two, three times, but I mean, I've flown super high and gotten away that I was able to bring it back, but then it just disconnected and that freaked me out. And, yeah, you know, so this helicopter is up in the air spinning somewhere disconnected from the radio. Like, I don't know. I never, I don't know if it fell safe and turned itself off, but I mean, it would, yeah, it would cut the motor and it would just flop out of the air. Yeah. So, <laughs> so. So that was Saturday, and then Friday, um, and that was Friday night, and then Saturday morning, you know. Did you go for another run to let it look? Went through again, yeah, and then, like, I ended up hooking up with Doug Darby, and he had a Mavic Mini that he went out with me at the end of the field where I kind of suspected somewhere in that area. And, like, he was scanning the cornrows, the rows, you know, up and down, and, like, you know, granted, people were flying, so he was off to the side and didn't really want to interfere, and... Mm-hmm. Um, it was the very last flight station. We were just kind of looking around there near the house. It just didn't come up. Like, it just wasn't visible. So so what's interesting is the next night, um, later that night, Saturday night, when we were out there watching those night flights, I, I finally bumped into Lamar. <clears throat> so he's, he's like a Philly guy, too. We were talking about going down to Mowdown. I didn't see him the whole time. Until that night, he's he's actually camped out on that other end of the field, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I told him the story, and he's like, "No shit." He goes, <clears throat> "I think I saw you guys out there looking." He goes, "I heard a helicopter fly by, and I heard like the crash of it hitting the corn." That was the only witness we have to this thing. Huh. This so damn, was, so it is in the corn. It's gotta be. I no idea, dude. It could be there. It could be behind the house. It could be in the trees. No idea but then you know some guy on facebook hit me up and he's like i got a really good you know camera drone and all this big setup and this goggles he goes i'm gonna go out there and find it for you i was like cool man that's awesome i appreciate it but you know oh, yeah. I get out there today i think it was raining down there today so he wasn't able to get to it and and then and then in the meantime right you got leroy out here on on the hangout like let's let's chip in and get somebody a buddy and i'm like no like i i really appreciate that and you know um i messaged him i'm like dude please you don't have to do that like shut it down and he was like too late and then i I hit him up again i'm like really man i love you man i appreciate it just I'm, i'm thankful i'm blessed and you know there are folks in need that would need something like that like it sucks that I lost it. I'm not heartbroken. Like, it, you know, shit happens. I could have, I could have re-kitted the whole thing and destroyed everything. You know what I mean? Like, it is what it right. is. It yeah. happens, you know. And then, so he he shut that down, which was cool. Like, I mean, I, and and folks are jumping in there ready to donate money. And you know, someone wanted to yeah. donate an icon, and 
You know what I mean? Like that. You're like, nah, I fly V bar, bro. <laughs> 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 oh, that's funny. I'm like, really? You know V bar? What the fuck? <laughs> right? Shit. Yeah. No, but um, you know, Sunday morning, uh, I talked to I talked to Casey and I let him know, and he actually. He's like, that's the farmer right there. He's like, I just let him know that, you know, to keep an eye out. If he finds it, he'll bring it in. And then, you know, Mike Lawrence posted that photo of the combine, you know, smashing the budget. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I wanted to ask Andy. Like, at that point where something's lost like that, do you go out? Would you go out, Andy, and look for something like that first? Or would you just run the combine and you're going to wreck the combine, though, aren't you? Um. I don't know. I wouldn't go look. That'd be take forever and not be worth anything. I would just hope that it went all the way to the ground so it didn't go in the combine. Yeah. Right. Like it's not if it's stuck in the corn, corn, it might go in the combine. And a buddy might not be too bad unless the battery catches on fire and sets the combine on fire. That's what I was worried about, really. That would be a bad day for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if they got no juice in it. Yeah. Well, I mean, if the battery is completely dead, I don't see it really going up or anything. But all well, the from from what Andy says, you know, they he pulls that stuff up when it's really dry, so anything's going to set it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. And, then, and the other thing is, you know, the battery not, might not be dead; like it might have disconnected or be very loosely connected. You know, mm-hmm. where it was cutting in and out. But like, if it cuts out and then now the battery's at eighty percent, it's at eighty percent. You know. Yeah, it's not good. No. And that's really like my <laughs> my biggest you know, my biggest concern was like safety of others and even like like to your point, what if the what if the combine gets it and it you know explodes the battery? Prob- the, maybe it, maybe it went to the ground, it was drive over it. No big deal. Yeah. Yeah. They were getting ready to harvest. He said they were going to get ready to harvest in like two weeks. So. I'm just always thinking a worst case scenario where yeah. a buddy's small enough that it could be caught up in the corn stalk. Uh huh. And it might just go through it and not damage anything. I don't. Yeah, I just spit it out. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> without it the would, canopy. I don't like, think it would damage <laughs> it as far as. Like the the carbon fiber and the metal in a 380, mm-hmm. the battery that's would be the only so thing small. I would worry about. Yeah, that's that's assuring. <laughs> so yeah. so sat so Saturday morning, right or afternoon at that point, um, you know, we're out there, we're just hanging out, flying at the front. You know, Alex rolls over and he's talking to someone on the phone. He's like, "Yep, I'm up here. Jimmy's in the front." And I'm like, "What are you doing?" He's like, oh, um, I was in the corn. I was like, what? He's like, yeah. That's why I have long sleeves on. I was in the corn looking for your helicopter. I'm like, dude, really? You didn't even tell me. He's like, yeah, man, we're trying to find it. He's like, Mike Lawrence is in there right now. I'm like, seriously? He's like, yeah, he's been in there for like an hour looking for the freaking helicopter. He goes, I was in there with him, and then someone did like a low pass, and he's like, all right, I'm out of here. Like they were in the corn searching while guys were flying and had no idea they were in there. Like those guys went above it's not and beyond. Very smart. Yeah, not super smart, but I mean, like the the fact that they were in there looking for it, you know, mm-hmm. right after the, a lot. Yeah, it says a lot about their character. I just, you know, gotta give those guys a huge shout out for the um, 
the amount of dedication that he put towards finding this damn thing. I mean, I wrote it off at that point because I'm like, I looked around. Is a field in the front, field on the side, field in the back. I mean, who knows where it went? Yeah, sure. But that's the story of the uh, <laughs> of the missing helicopter of Modown 21. <laughs> that sucks, man. Yeah. yeah, sorry to hear that. Eh, it is what it is, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did like that helicopter though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did. Would you get another one? Would I? You said. Yeah. Would you? Would you get a replacement? Uh, probably. Maybe. Maybe. I was. I, I'm not sure. I have a logo 480 that's been sitting here collecting dust. I forgot to mention that one earlier. Mm. I actually bought it at Spring Fling. And it's just been, I have, I've flown it maybe twice. So maybe I'll just stick with that. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I mean, I'm, I feel that. I feel the same way that you do about, you know, I, I, the, the community is amazing. They're going to come together and get something for you. Or if that was, that was me, I'd feel the same way. I'd be like, listen, it was my fault, you know. I, I really yeah. appreciate it, but I, I couldn't accept that either. Yeah, and you I know? felt like yeah. you know, that was a, such a, a great gesture to do, but like, yeah, you know, thank God I'm not, I'm not hurting, and you know, I'm mm-hmm. all right, and you know, it's a, it's a costly mistake, but you know, I made it, and shit happens, yeah. and we just move on. But that was really cool for him to, you know, put that together. I, I just. I feel like that effort is better spent on a worse situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I totally agree. Yeah. When when your seven hundred does that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I lose my seven hundred. <laughs> start a GoFundMe and shit, and like, Edgelo needs another raw. Please yeah. help him. <laughs> <laughs> I'd make my own milk carton at that point. That was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right. Uh, any other questions or talk about Modown? Yeah. No. Yeah, I don't guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I left Saturday night, probably around midnight. Um, I don't know. What did uh, any more stuff happen beyond that, Angela? Um, not really. No, I mean, I woke up Sunday and um, I wasn't in a rush to leave. I wasn't looking forward to that, you know, five-hour drive. So I had mm-hmm. packs charged. I got a few flights that morning, and then. I saw Devin flying Cliff's heli and experimenting with the Futaba radio, checking that out. And then his dad was up with Casey. Rob was up there, and uh, apparently he got to fly the plane with Casey, so that was pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. And uh, we ended up rolling out like 1 p.m. on uh, on Sunday afternoon. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Um. One last thing I want to kind of bring up. Um, so you brought your family to Spring Fling and Fall Modown. Like, how's that going for you guys? Like, is that something you feel like you're going to be doing going forward? Like, status quo with this now? Like, bringing your kids to your to events and stuff, your wife and kids? So, yeah. So I brought them to, and like, you know, here's full disclosure is, like, I want to go to these events. Mm-hmm. And I might come back to some door locks changed if I... Just left her home with three kids. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Every time I left. So. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> so, I know. 
Uh-huh. You know, so like, yeah. So for spring fling where I'm leaving for like three, four days, yeah, I'll take them with me. And then like local fun flies and I'll go for like a full day or two days, you know, I'll just go alone. Yeah. Obviously. But um, Urcha, I would have taken them with to Urcha, but I wasn't going to go to Urcha. And then my buddy Ryan Chachi, he was like Ryan Frederick. He was like, yeah, man, um, I'm going to go camp. Fuck it, I'm going to tent camp. And I'm like, dude, I'll do that with you. So it was like a really last minute thing. And I was talking to my wife. I'm like, listen, I'm going to go out there and camp. And she was like, good luck with that. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. And uh, so then I went out there and I stayed. I got there like Wednesday yeah, afternoon and stayed till like Sunday. So that was that was a stretch without the family. And, you know, yeah. and she, you know, my kids are like 11 and 8. So, um, so they're older and you know, older now they can, you know, she's got a handle on them, but you know, for, for, for Modown, they had such a good time at spring fling. It was, it was literally my first fun fly, their first experience in that too. Nice. It was, um, a first camping trip. That's what the kids call it. First time in an RV and man, we had such a good time. Like I knew right away I was coming back for Modown. Yeah. I'm bringing them with me. But yeah, I think if it was a, yeah, I think if there was other events similar to this, like that required, you know, a few days of staying, mm-hmm. I would bring them for sure. As long, yeah. as school, as long as school and all that stuff doesn't get in the way. Yeah, you know, for sure. Bad, bad parent alert. I, I, I pulled them out of school on that Friday. <laughs> you know? I'm like, you can, you can miss a day. School just started, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be doing that too much though. I'd be yeah, like, school yeah. stocks. You could miss a couple of days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get a, you get an allowance of <laughs> days you can miss. <laughs> um, yeah, because I started bringing. Well, I brought Hunter and Chloe, uh, and and Max, our our dog, on Friday, for that couple hours, and you know, a couple hours with with Hunter at the field isn't too bad. You know, he just kind of runs around with Chloe, and and um, he was running around with, I guess, with your kids and some other kids that were there. Yeah. Um. And then Saturday, you know, he was gonna do some stuff with uh, my wife, so I gave uh, the option for for uh, Chloe to come, you know, and she wanted to, but she, you know, she's friends with Madis Maddie. She'll get angry at me if I call her Madison. I know you caught yourself. <laughs> yeah, but uh, with Maddie and and you know Cliff's daughter, so so she wanted to go back, and and she actually really enjoyed hanging out with your kids. And to the point where she's like, yeah, you know, um, you know, this girl, she's into Pokemon and blah, blah, blah. And, and you know, yeah. and I have all these cards and all this stuff. So she's like, I'm going to bring some for her because I have, you know, a bunch of doubles and stuff. I was like, OK, yeah, whatever. Bring it. <laughs> you know, that cool. was like <laughs> super, super cool of her, actually. And I didn't I really didn't know it was your daughter that she was hanging out with. She yeah. Was like, hey, dad. That nice girl gave me these Pokemon cards. I'm like, really? That's cool. Who's that? And she's like, the girl over there. I'm like, oh, nice. And, you know, meanwhile, I'm trying to wrench on something or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. you know, kind of a little distracted. I'm like, cool. And then later, I was thinking to myself, like, she's been gone a lot. Like, where is she? <laughs> yeah. she's like, I'm like, who is she hanging out? Like, you know, I, obviously, mm-hmm. the kids and, and Maddie and and Chloe. Like, I, I saw yeah. them. I saw her. With, I saw them with your dog and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it did. For some reason, I didn't put two and two together. That was your yeah. daughter, and that's why I was like, when I was asking, I'm like, hey, by the way, who's 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 that girl's daddy? And she's like, you know, the guy, you know, he had the baby, the little boy. I'm like, oh, 
And I pulled up your picture. I'm like, this guy? She's like, yeah. She's like, oh, yeah, that's her dad. I'm like, oh, okay. And that's why I messaged you. I'm like, dude, is that your yeah. daughter? I'm like, oh, man, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, she, your daughter was so sweet. Like, she, and that was like, that was clutch because, yeah. as you know, kids just get bored. doesn't matter where they are. I took my kids to Disney and they were bored. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? Like, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, having that, like, you know, the kids and even like um, Tim Titleback's sons, like, yeah. my kids met him mm-hmm. at Spring Fling and, like, they were so excited when they, when they showed up. Um, I think it was Saturday, Saturday afternoon. They like spent the whole day running around and doing all that. Yes. That was that was fun, yeah. And that's the best part is that the, the kids, um, they don't they tend to just kind of group together and like they're, they're like you know they're like like birds, <laughs> flocking birds. <laughs> yeah, they kind of like flock there, but they like stretch out and then they kind of flock back together and they stretch over here out and then they like squeeze back together like. You know how blurred birds are flocking in the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. But I was like, ah, Chloe. So you're like the uh, you're like the adult of the you're like the the head kid of the group, aren't you? She's the head kid. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, wait a minute. I just had a great idea. I bet you could charge money. <laughs> I bet you could do a daycare at the field <laughs> for fun. Yeah, right? That'd be awesome. <laughs> we'll take your kids for a couple hours so you could just fly and have fun and not worry about them. Yeah, just hang out with Chloe. Pay the pay yeah. uh, <laughs> pay the cashier on the way out. <laughs> yep, yeah, yep. Give her ten bucks. Give her a tip or whatever. And yeah, <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, she she had a great time. She she loved uh, she, she just loved hanging out with kids and hanging out and, and doing this stuff. So I'm like, hmm, I could see maybe uh, some type of child stuff in your future. You know, like uh, child development and stuff like that. Yeah. No, it's um. It's it's really good, like when um when they get together and and they have like you know so for a younger younger kids to look up to they they look up to the you know the older kids like mm-hmm. oh that girl's older and she wants to talk to me I feel so special you know so yeah, that was, yeah that was good that was really especially cool. when they have things in common as well so yeah Pokemon <laughs> <laughs> yeah but awesome. All right, let's move it along here, and I guess next we can do the top ten shotgun round. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've been doing a lot of talking, so I'm gonna let you guys go back and forth with this. All right. All right. All right. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. I'll go second. I'll go fourth. All right. Damn it. <laughs> George, you're third. No, wait a minute. George is in here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. So this is top 10 shotgun round. Angelo, uh, first question is pinch or thumb? Thumbs. Nice. All right. Next one. Uh, Nitro or electric? Both. Both? Both? Oh, we'll take yeah. that. No, we won't. <laughs> <laughs> Got to pick one. Uh, uh, yeah, which you prefer? Nitro. All right, five hundred yes. and below, or five fifty and bigger. Bigger. Nice. Yeah. Okay. When was the last time you flew a flybard helicopter? That would be probably 2013 or so when I built the 500 Pro with the flybar head. Okay. 
it, it had the Align, you know, Fly Bar controller, G Pro, whatever it was called. It wasn't really like an old school mechanical type of thing, but it did have Fly Bar. Okay. Uh, nice. Uh, sport or 3D? 3D. Nice. Strap on or strapless? Strapless. Nice. Yeah. Don't need that stupid cool. safety necklace. No. <laughs> I'm going to throw the radio eventually. It's for wimps. Uh, cordless or brushless servos? I say cordless because the ones I have are mostly cordless. No, no real preference. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think I know the answer to this one, but fuselage style or pod and boom? Oh, uh, yeah. Fuselage style for sure. I like that look of the um, SAB big booms. Yeah. He likes I big booms. I like big booms. cannot lie. <laughs> <laughs> but I have a roll, so that's a pod and boom. So, yeah, but I prefer the fuselage style for sure. Yeah. All right. Low or high head speed? High head speed. All right. All right. And the last question is, do you prefer urchin-sized events or smaller events? Um, I'm going to say smaller events, like like Mowdown was. It wasn't super small, but it was smaller than Spring Fling and Urchin. I feel like fear of missing out kind of thing when they're big. It's hard to... Yeah track of what's going on mm, very true i can see that yep all right that was the top 10 shotgun round that was it Sweet. all right let's move it on wrenching with ian oh boy yeah i kind of pulled this one out of my ass because uh i've been just this working. one yeah <laughs> <laughs> but um I figured for this week's topic, we'd uh, talk about uh, reusing uh, servo containers. Um, whenever you, certain brands of uh, servos actually, uh, it, in the packaging, you get like, uh, you know, that has the servo and everything in it. It comes in like a, a little, you know, snap lock um, plastic container. You know, that hold, holds either the, the servo or the hardware that comes with the servo. Um, I typically reuse those uh, on my bench, uh, whether it's just uh, uh, holding various hardwares during like projects, uh, current or some that's you know taking time. I also use it to um, to store Loctite, and you know Justin Pucci, better you know pay attention to this one. But I also store CA in the, the actual servo containers. Um, okay. Does that somehow help you not get it on your nose or something? Uh, help you not spill it all over your uh, on your desk and accidentally get it in your nose. Um, I see. Yeah, and uh, I also tend to uh, store like uh, servo extensions and you know just the little stupid stuff that you know that you would possibly you know you know you would know where it's at if it's in the container kind of thing. And I'll just have a nice safe place for it. I mean, with me flying castle and stuff, I have my castle link in there along with like, uh, you know, a bunch of the servo extensions or whatnot. So, I mean, I, I think they're, um, 
they're pretty useful, I've found. Um, I mean, they're just, uh, I'd say they're probably about an uh, inch and a quarter uh, deep, uh, about like two or three inches by like, you know, an inch and a half, two inches. So, I mean, and they have like the snap lock lid to where you just have to press on it and it pops open. It holds everything uh, nice and neat, I think. Um, and the brands that, of servos that I've gotten them from, I mean, I, I've got one here from uh, RJX, and then I'm not sure if they're uh, if BK still, you know, has uh, their servos in containers. But the previous mm-hmm. ones I've gotten, they I've uh, yeah, I've used uh, the BK servo containers as well from you know buying brand new servos. Um. They work out great. Um, hell, I have even given some of them to my mom so she can use them for her craft stuff. So they work out great. Awesome. Nice. Uh, and another one I've got for this week, hardware trays. Um, I tend to use uh, different trays depending on what I'm working on. Uh, anytime I do any basic wrenching or, you know, whatever, you know, nothing I'm going to need really too extensive of work but uh i do have a few of the of the rjx hardware trays they're they're about like you know three inches by like four inches there i mean they're pretty small they've got the the magnetic mat that lays inside the actual tray uh that works out pretty good for uh what i needed to you know what i need it for and for some of the bigger projects such as like my shuttle rebuild uh, I actually use a uh, magnetic hard, uh, another uh, brand of uh, magnetic hard uh, hardware tray from Husky, which is a uh, eight by ten. Pretty much holds everything I put in it. Uh, I've got quite a bit of a pile of hardware from the shuttle. I forgot how much it is at uh, Home Depot. I think it's like twenty five bucks or something. And another pan that I typically use. Whenever you go to like a head shop or a um, or like a gas station that sells tobacco products, and that's with quotation with quotation marks, um, it's like legal in like half the United States now. You can yeah, you got true. your little weed trays, didn't you? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> and what I use those for, I mean, I got them for like six bucks, you know, six or seven bucks each. But mm-hmm. uh, at the time, I was working on two nitro engines. I had the OS thirty seven apart on my bench and i also had the os 50 and what i did is i broke them down in one in each tray and you know kind of identified like what parts am i going to need to get this going so i you know broke them all down in their individual trays and as i was getting parts in because i ordered from you know multiple different sources as i was getting the parts in i was just tossing the parts in the in the tray with the broken down motor and once i've got everything going everything was already organized so i would grab one tray and start on the motor and i would have everything that came out of the motor and then not to mention the new packages already ready just ready to go already on my uh, on the shelf so all i had to do was just pull it and just start working um it kept it very organized the trays were like stupid cheap uh, and it's like the the ones I've got. They got Rick and Morty on them. They they look awesome. Nice. And they could be put up very easily. You know, I just I just throw them in a drawer and it's good. Um, yeah, it really kept everything contained and 
really easy to work with. I, I didn't have to like dig through a drawer to find all the parts I needed. Everything was like right there. So I figured I'd go ahead and do a, you know, just a little throw together episode of um, mm-hmm. wrenching with the end. And I, uh, if you if you guys have any questions or any uh, um, ideas for topics, give me a shout yeah. on uh, Facebook and uh, or uh, make a comment on the, this week's episode. Yeah, let us know also how you uh, store your, you know, nitro parts while you're waiting for parts to come in. Um, I personally buy like these little, I don't know, they're like five by seven little cheap trays from Target or Walmart. They're like for crafting and stuff. They just stack on top. I'll buy like 10 of them and I'll use them if they get dirty or they get fucked up. I'll just throw them away. Um, They're like super cheap. They're like $3 for a pack of two or something like that. So Damn. Yeah. Nice. Um, I like it because they have high sides, so things don't roll out of them, you know. And that's my thing. It's like I, if I try to use something like what you use, I probably like, oops, and the freaking washer goes shooting out, and I'm now digging through my carpet trying to find a washer, or, yeah, they, you know, a bolt or something. Those tray things you're talking about, like, I don't know what that is. I don't know what a weed tray is. Like, what size is it? Yeah. Well, it's. It's like a twelve by ten tray. It's kind of got like a little slight upspot for it. Well, it's for, you know, rolling up your weed. I mean, you you set out your pile of weed, and you know, you got your you know your blunt roller and everything. You know, it it that's pretty much what it's for. It's just like a little ten tray. Okay, and it's how big? Yeah. Like a foot. Yeah, it's like twelve. It's like twelve by ten. Okay, I think. Yeah, they make them all different it has sizes. Has a lip around it, I guess. Just a small little lip coming up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And why it's do you need that? A, to roll it's like weed? a cooking pan, dude. Like, why do you need a tray for that? I don't know. To just keep it organized, I guess. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know. Uh, yeah, I don't actually use one for weed. Believe it or not. I got my own process for that. (laughs) But, um, no. And another thing with the, with the Husky tray, um, you know, all I did, cause I still have parts that are actually still on the tray as far as hardware and everything. And I just got done moving all the, all the hardware still there where I left it. I mean, it's, it holds pretty strong. It's not no like little bullshit tray or anything. Yeah. So it's like all I did was just throw it in a box with like everything that was sitting on the table downstairs and yeah, all the hardware is still on there. So just a little side note on that. Yeah, to add to what you're saying, I, I actually use two hardware trays as well. Um, I got them in a pack. They're mine are Cobalt brand from Lowe's. So they're yep. blue with the silver. like. Um, and the two trays I have, one's like, I don't know, 12 by something, and the other one's like, I have it on my desk here, and I use it for the, um, <clears throat> I use it when I'm working on the, the M2 Neo, oh, because yeah. um, all the little screws and servo horns, I just leave all the extra bits in there, and when I crash, I'll just come and, you know, pick out of that, and I, it has all my tools in there as well, but um, I do like it because it has this little magnetic metal trays, um, both of them have these little ones that, you know, you just, bolts just kind of like, you just toss them in and they stick. Yeah, they don't even bounce out. They don't even yeah. have the inertia to bounce yeah. out. And plus, like, the silicone tray itself, it's silicone um, resistant to most of the chemicals and loctite and grease and all the other shit that we put on our helis. Um, oh, yeah. Plus, the sidewalls are they're steep, right? Like, they're not – they're. Um, I'll get a picture for you guys, but 
you know, they're they're pretty steep. So like, um, you know, it's it just makes it nice and easy to like throw things in there and keep it organized without having to worry about like shit rolling out because that's my thing. I if I like work on my table. And I sneeze, and I'm like, oh, well, there goes half my screws down the floor. You know, I'm not going <laughs> to go look for all and stuff. Like, it's a pain in the ass. So using some types of these tool things, and I think, I mean, I'm seeing a whole bunch on, like, a- Amazon and stuff. I'll put some in our maybe show show note links that uh, Andy will not update. And um, we can then, yeah, you know, like people can take a Yeah, it's like a year old and not been updated. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I delegated that to Ian, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, that one there. Ian's like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what you're talking about. But, uh, yeah, awesome. Is that it, Ian? Yeah, I think so. Right. All right. Okay. Okay. All right, let's move to news and announcements. All right, news (laughs) and announcements. Somebody made a main grip bearing puller. Yes. You know about this, Steve. Tell us about it. Yeah, let me load it up here. Um, yeah, so it's a, it's like, a, I don't know, this guy, Denard, he posted on the Hangout about this uh, get a grip with a bearing puller buster tool. And basically, it, it works with most 700 size helicopter main grips that have a bearing of a 19 by 10 millimeter. Um, so it's, you know, most, most helicopters like getting those bearings are, are like getting those bearings out are, are really hard. Um, you can try pressing them out and you know, you got to kind of get things to match up a socket that can match up without scoring up to the main grip. Um, this is basically like a rod with a T and like a nut and this like cap on the end that will encapsulate the bearing as it presses it out. So it actually works. It seems to work pretty well from the video clip that he has. Um, it's, he says that it'll work with uh, the SAB 700. Um, won't work with the raw because it has a smaller head setup, which is understandable. It's a different bearing size. Um, Spectre 700 V1, V2, Protos, Nitros, Protos, Protos 700, Synergy 696, TDRs, basically. Any helicopter uses a 19 by 10 millimeter main Pro- bearing. Probably work on the regular raw, but not the nitro. Yeah, it's yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, it works on the 700 raw, but not the nitro raw because it uses the 580. Yeah, that's head. what you meant. But that's not what you yeah. said. Okay. Well, thank you. Yeah, he's selling for 35 bucks shipped in the U.S. So I figured, let me. I messaged him and I got one coming. Cool. So he already shipped it out. I should get one in. I think later this week. So I got a couple of old. Nice. Uh, you know, um, this is actually perfect because I'm going to be refreshing all the bearings in my uh, Black Thunder Sport. So while I'm, you know, instead of just buying new Blake grips, I'll actually press these bearings out and use the bearings that I bought. Damn, that's awesome. I mean, this could actually be very useful. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I would be doing the same as well. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. So we have a link there um, cool. to his post. What else have we got? Well, there's an OMP M5 coming, apparently, maybe. Some some rumors, huh? Rumors, Rumors. Yeah. We don't know anything about it exactly, but apparently they're going to have a direct drive tail on one and then also have a belted tail, maybe. 
Yeah. I don't know. I assume the main motor, it's going to, is it going to be direct too or no? I believe so. Do, it looks like it yeah. from the, the, from the teaser. Is that all we have pictures? is one picture, one fuzzy picture from like five miles away? Yeah, I think we have that fuzzy picture and then I guess whatever we found from the RC groups here. Okay. Yes. Also, that information is very fuzzy. <laughs> yeah, it's hard for me to read. Let me put on my bifocals here. But yeah, it looks like um, what's it he- have here? It might be two versions. First round will be dual motor, and then they'll have like a belt to tail version in 2022. They're saying so. Uh, All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. Rumored to be 520 to 550 millimeters, and so yeah. When more info's out, we'll re- report back. But. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Yep. The uh, RCHO Fall Pool registration is now open. This is November mm-hmm. 5th through the 7th at the RCHO field in Nightdale, North Carolina. Yep. So check that out. Check it out. Mm-hmm. And our uh, topic, well... The conversation that on today's show reminded me of something I've been getting emails about for a few months now. I don't know how new this is, but there's some uh, sensors and telemetry stuff that work with Jetty, among other things, from this Elite. And one they have that has been popping up in my email is a GPS logger. You plug this okay. into your radio and it will give you, you know, all the normal GPS stuff, but it also give you last known position. So when you lose your model, mm-hmm. you can just pull up your screen and it'll tell you exactly where it is. So I assume you could walk straight to it. Man, it's been nice to have. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's pretty neat. It looks like it's about an inch square, a little over an inch square. Um, well, it's actually 28 millimeters by 30 by 9 millimeters, 14 grams, so it's not very heavy. If you look at the picture, you can see, compared to the servo plug, it's not a very large thing, so I'm sure you could no. stick it somewhere. But this Elite makes a whole bunch of different telemetry That's sensors cool. that work with um, work with Jetty and Fataba, I think, Gropner. Multiplex, whatever that is. Um, yeah, so check that out. Uh, Esprit model sells them. Esprit awesome. Tech down in close to Kevin, I think. Are you close to Melbourne? Yeah. Yeah. Like an hour north. Yeah. yeah. By the way, Angelo, you can get the Mikado GPS and you can do the same thing. Well, similar. They'll give you a QR code, which will send you to a map that'll give you GPS coordinates right to it'll it. Still be still work. It'll still work, yeah. You'd still be able to try to track it down. Hmm. Nice. I didn't know about that. Cool. Awesome. Hopefully, I don't, hopefully, I don't need one of those anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's all awesome. I have for news and or announcements. Okay. Let's move it on. What's next for you in the hobby? What's next uh, for what's me? Next? What's next for you, Andy? More corn harvesting. I was going to say more corn cobbing, but I decided against it. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Kevin? 
What about me? Yeah. Mm. You're going to, which, wait, I want to know what 700 kit you're going to buy to put that ESC in now that you have it and don't need it. Because that's, that's how it goes, question. you know. If you end up with an ESC or a motor or a uh, set of servos or any of that stuff, you have to buy a kit to put it in. That's the rules. It's probably going to be DC-related kit, DC Comics. Okay. Huh? Batmobile, RC Oxy Batmobile. Flash. Oh, Oxy uh. Flash. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's okay. Okay. Possibly. M- more than likely. Right. I'd like to check that out when it comes out. Yeah. Uh, You're a big fan of that small 700 size, aren't you? I am. I do like the 690s. And then if I have, well, now, now that I have a bunch, if I break something, like blades, I could just mm-hmm. order a whole shit ton. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, that sounds cool. Yeah, I'd like to try it out. Yeah, do you know when that's coming out? No. Do we have any? I, mean, I know, I think Vietnam's still <laughs> like, locked down. Vietnam. Vietnam's a clusterfuck, so who knows? Yeah. It could be yeah. Christmas. It could be next 4th of July. Who knows? Yeah. At the rate this Don't is hold at the breath. rate at the rate I'm smashing that six ninety, I'm gonna have enough parts to build another one of those pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Uh, yeah. Just uh but uh so this week I'll probably um oh I gotta um I might not I might be on the Discord, I don't know. But on Sunday at our field they're having a RC Pattern? swap meet. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna go to that and see what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna haggle the shit out of these plankers. Maybe you can, <laughs> maybe you can buy a plane while you're there. I might. I may. I might make some old dude cry too. I don't know. Could could Cr- be make me cry from laughter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's about it. Hopefully, I get some flying in too. I think I will. Because down here in sunny South Florida, Treasure Coast, it's uh, been a great week for weather. Oh. I was listening to the bloopers of the episode like a couple hours before I come in the house and I was crying laughing again. It's a movie that you were describing. Oh, jeez, oh, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> we go through all that and then I go, oh, yeah, I didn't see that one. Yeah. Huh? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it was hysterical. Awesome. And then Steve cracked me up towards the end of the show <laughs> with Ian getting on the on the uh uh i forget the one other podcast oh yeah with lucian miller uh-huh. all things that fly yeah had me, had me crying <laughs> oh, but that's Lord. it what about you uh steve or ian what are you guys gonna be doing um other than working still unpacking um hoping to try to fly this week um it's been a minute um and then, of course, you know, still organizing, uh, you know, in the house, you know, still sorting through stuff um, and then still getting things put together. So uh, I'm just kind of busy this week. Uh, I'm going to try to squeeze in some flying. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, probably nothing. I don't know. I didn't get a chance to talk about Gasser, but um, I think I need to do some more work on that Gasser. <laughs> so... I, I might do that. I don't know. Um, More work on it. Yeah, so I got a fix. I, I got a fix that fluid at the event, and Robin and I were working on it. And 
it's most it's, it's one of the most unusual um, things that I have ever had a helicopter do to me, like while I'm flying. So here's, you know, one of the things we were testing out was like, let's just test the engine out and see how it goes. Um, so do a full punch out upright, then flip it over, do a full punch out negative. Um, I do the upright punch out. It's fine. You know, I, I didn't have a lot of pitch in it, so it's kind of like <laughs> very slow moving. So I do a negative one and I do the same thing and it's just a slow, you know, so like it's even and everything. But, uh, you know. I, I do a negative punch out and I kind of, I don't flip it over, but I just kind of let it float back down. And I'm probably about the height of the, um, the corn, you know, so probably about like 12, 13 feet up in the air. And I'm inverted. So I'm like, okay, let me forward flip the helicopter and make it upright and, and land. And, you know, we can do some more tuning and testing. Um, and halfway in the flip, the helicopter stopped in the air from flipping. And I'm, I'm still holding forward elevator. And I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? You know, freaking out for a split second. And then it continued to flip on its travel. You know, dropping about three feet as I was doing that, right? Like three, four feet. Um, obviously, I'm driving a little more collective because I'm like, oh, shit, the helicopter's falling <laughs> while flipping. Um, so it kind of stuttered flip. Um, and then it did complete the flip. I leveled it off and it felt, the cycle felt weird. I just thought a hold and landed it. Um, the cyclic looked okay. Everything moved right. Everything's, you know. I looked mm. down and it says extreme vibration, but like beyond that, it seemed okay, right? Like you know, most helis, most fuel models always they live in extreme vibration. Like that's normal for them. So didn't think much of it. So you know, I basically was like, oh, I'm not flying this thing right now. I need to, I need to swap out the servos yet again. Like I, I have old servos in there, but they're different than the ones that crashed. Uh, previously, um, but I, I'm like at this point, I don't know if I even trust these servos, you know. So I'm like, well, maybe it's the Neo. So I have uh, the Neo that came out of um, my orange raw, where, where the the raw that this um, the Neo that was in this helicopter before I put the Neo that I had in the gasser in there. So, you know, I'm gonna swap that out. I also have a set of brand new nine thousand series bks i'm just gonna throw those in there to try it out and see if i could get this damn helicopter flying because right now you know one big crash one one decent crash you know um later i and like and then this thing happening it's like fuck now i have zero confidence in this model at this point you yeah. know so i don't know if it's the electronics i don't know if it's the neo i don't know what it is but i'm just gonna swap a couple things out and see what happens and then if I know, like, okay, fly is fine, I get a successful flight where I don't get any weirdness, I don't feel disconnected from the model like that, then, um, you know, yeah, I'll continue flying it then, whatever. It is what it is. I'll, I'll just build that confidence back up and fly it more and more. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, when that happened at the field on that back flight line, I'm like, oh, land it. I don't care if I have to walk and get it. I, I just pulled this shit back up. <laughs> That's yeah. weird. It was very odd. Yeah. Very odd. Even Rob was like, I thought you were doing that on purpose. I was like, no. <laughs> like, no. So, yeah. Um, so, so, it's hanging on the, you know, uh, batter up little thing that I have <laughs> next to my workbench. That um, it's going to be the next heli to come up on the workbench to, to take a look at and see what I, what I can figure out. Um, but, yeah, beyond that, I have plans on hanging out with the family this weekend. I think we're going to try to go to a lake or something um, before it gets, you know, starts to kind of 
getting too too much of a fall season out here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still pretty warm, but you know, want to try to get out there before it gets too cold. Um, so I'll probably take a no fly this weekend. But I I did finally fix my logo 200 from the crash on Saturday night. <clears throat> so uh, I plan on flying that you know five to ten times a day going forward from today. So. Mm-hmm. So I'll get some flights in on that at least. Cool. Cool. All nice. right, who's next? Mr. Yeah. Angelo. Yeah, Angelo, what are you doing next? Um, I mean, I want to try to get some more flights in maybe this weekend. Um, there's a couple events coming up here soon, um, actually. I think not this weekend, the weekend after is... Um, you know, Devin's uh, little birthday celebration they're doing up right. at Croton. So mm-hmm. definitely want to go hit that. And um, I'm not sure if I'll be able to hit any of these other um, events coming up here in the Carolinas. Those are a little far. Yeah. But, yeah, just continue having fun and uh, and flying as much as I could. And, of course, you know, work and family and all that stuff. That, that grown-up stuff you got to do, <laughs> you know. Yep. I've got my M2 to fix from that night as well. I haven't gotten to that yet. And, um, yep. Cool. Nice. Nice. Okay. All right. Do we got listener pipeline? Yes, do we, we do. Oh, boy. We absolutely <laughs> do. Hey, Freefall guys. How y'all doing? Stephen, Florida here. Well, actually, it's uh, in Ohio. Uh, they had a little work-related trip up to Ohio. I had a marvelous time at the uh, 42nd Annual Pretzel, Fe- Pretzel Festival uh, someplace in Germantown right outside Akron. Man, it was just awesome, but that was not really work-related. <laughs> I got a little deal with the field, guys. Uh, a fairly new gentleman has joined us. Uh, I forget where he's come from, maybe New Jersey or someplace, but he's had a couple of helicopter failures. Uh, about three weeks ago, over the weekend, he flew a flight, and in the middle of his flight, his helicopter just died. He was able to recover it, bring it down, set it down successfully, and uh, he said it would require some analyzing at the house. The next week he came back, he said he found out what it was. It was a faulty solder joint, and so he went ahead and uh, soldered it all back up, proud of it, put it back in the air, and son of a gun, you wouldn't hardly believe it. But <laughs> the same thing happened again, just died. He was able to set it down successfully, and all that was good. Uh, he took a look at it, and sure enough, the solder joint uh, was, was faulty again. So what I'm suggesting, guys, is maybe Ian in his tool tips. Oh, no. And, and of course, Andy ch- chimes in and goes, Andy kind of polishes things out a little bit if Ian doesn't quite get it right. <laughs> but y'all might want to do something to suggest this guy to how to do a little solder. And I don't know if he even listens to the podcast, but it might be worth checking on. I'm a little bit concerned because this same guy – may or may not now be a new employee working for me. <laughs> and, uh, Florida, he doesn't and need to sign him for his job. I'm a little concerned now about his, some of his mechanical skills. Now, we don't pump a bunch of amps through some of the cabling that he uh, he does some soldering on. We just push a few uh, audio electrons down the cable. But, uh, again, guys, I'm a little bit concerned. Maybe not necessary, but nonetheless. Hope you all are doing well. Thanks a lot for the podcast. Keep up the good work, boys. Talk to you again soon. I think there's definite room for concern. You know what I got out of that story? 
this guy that keeps having these failures, even though his motor shuts off, he's able to land the helicopter with no damage each time. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a pro. Yeah. yeah. That's that's um that's true. Did it twice. Mm-hmm. Not on one of those seven hundreds on the five fifty. Mm-hmm. Yep. So even though he keeps fucking it up, he saves it, so I guess you give him some credit. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Good. Andy. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Thanks, the only person that believes in me. I believe in you, dude. <laughs> All right, cool. I'm like kidding. If Ian said it, something come unsoldered, I'd be like, yeah, that tracks. <laughs> but I believe in you, Kevin. Yeah. Thanks, man. <laughs> I mean, twice in a row, you Ottawa, you know, when it just cuts out. Yeah. Pat on the back, dude. Yeah. And I fixed it. I figured it out. Yeah. Any other listener pipeline? No, that's it. All right. Let's wrap it up then. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Actually, before we wrap it up, before we wrap it up. Just want to give a, a big thank you to Angelo for coming on the show, taking the time and uh sharing your experiences. Yeah, man. Thank you guys for having me. It's really uh it's been fun and it's uh it's cool to be on this end of a podcast, never had that before. So, oh. <laughs> thank you for having me on. Thanks. Nice. Ah, first time nice. on a podcast. Yes, sir. Mm. I've heard that statement from somewhere before. Yeah. Suck it, heli head guys. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. They said the same thing for us. So. Yeah, suck it. Oh, did they? All right. Yeah. Suck it. Hard and fast. <laughs> All right. On that note, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. All right, Facebook likes we're at 1,375. That's no new likes this week. Oh, man. Okay. So, cool. All right. Thanks for all the... (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for all the 1,375 folks that uh, liked our Facebook page. And I think we're over 1,400 followers, though. So, thanks for all the ones that don't like us and follow us. Nice. All right. Facebook comments, what do we got? Uh, we have some comments, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, anyway, well, listen, I'm going to go right to one I saw on RC Heli Hangout. And it was Rita Mamacita with the neck strap on holding the <laughs> Fataba radio. I freaking love that post. I don't know who mm-hmm. did that, thought come, come up with that. Did it. <laughs> but it was, it was awesome. Um, nice. But getting back to our show and our... Uh, our Facebook account. Um, Gray Eagle Jr. posted. Uh, no, this is published by by Ian Joel. If I go missing, well, I know what happened, Ian. I'm going to tell all my kids that this is Gray Eagle Jr. And he's going to show a pigeon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> oh, that is hilarious. I love that one. And on last week's episode, 294 mow down some corn um mark ritchie our buddy from australia commented mm-hmm. he said uh, perfect timing for a friday afternoon i just finished listening to last week's episode and need something to ease me into the weekend and i see that i see out the afternoon in the work truck uh nice work guys chat you soon m thanks mark yeah thanks, thanks mark, mark. Uh, Steve Shaw, um, he posted uh, nice work on getting the episode out promptly. I really look forward to hearing 
more harvesting techniques. Neeks, techniques. Thanks, FFRC guys. The world is listening. And Andy Ross posted a picture of a combine. Is that John Deere? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You know how I can tell? I wonder how. <laughs> it's green with yellow rims. Mm-hmm. Um, then Steve Shaw said, Andy Ross, a no-fly weekend for me, a work conference in Columbus, Ohio. So tell me, why does this trip remind me of Andy? For miles and miles, bring me the John Deere Combine boys. And he posted a picture of corn. Yeah, nothing but corn. <laughs> and John Titus said, Andy Ross, now 4x4. Four four. It is 4x4. Four four. Mm-hmm. Installed by me. Oh, very now, nice. How, how does that work if the, like, the front wheels are like much bigger than the rear? What do you mean? Or they, There's oh, something called the ratio. And the differential. Actually, on this, it doesn't matter because the rear are... See, the front is... It's hydrostatic, so you got a hydraulic pump that pumps to a motor, and the motor turns a three-speed transmission, which turns the wheels through a gearbox. The rear actually just has wheel motors, so the hydraulic oil goes to those and spins the wheels. You don't have to worry about ratios. But on tractors where one's bigger than the other, yes, there's there's the ratio, so the tires have to match. So even though the rear ones might be bigger, they have to the ratio has to stay the same. So if you go bigger right. in the back, you gotta go bigger in the front. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Getting all that. Oh yeah. Uh that's a lot of info to sink in. <laughs> no, it's not. We talked about gear ratios on the episode about yeah. a year ago. Go listen to that again if you don't understand. Oh, I, I do understand. You're right, Andy. I'm an idiot. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right. just save you the trouble. <laughs> All right. What else do we got? <laughs> we got a uh, listener post? Poor Ian. He's probably giving me the finger right now. Yeah. Uh, he's psychic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have uh, a listener, listener post. A listener post? Yeah. All right. Awesome. We got one from Steve Shaw. Got a mm-hmm. picture of this like crazy guy. That's the guy that he must be talking about on uh, psychotic grin on his face, holding yeah. an Oxy Five and a V control. I think he's on some Oxys as well. Yeah, he looks like mm. he looks a little shady. Says, "Okay, guys and manly men, please tell me what you think. Seems to be that this new guy at the field is enjoying his time flying a little too much on the Treasure Coast in sunny South Florida. Look at that smile and the way his eyes sparkle." <laughs> Just don't seem right to me. What the hell, man? And it's picture hell, Kevin man? holding his what the helicopter. Hell, man? Yeah. I can't have fun when I'm in Florida, dude. Yes, you can have all the like fun the you want. Fun capital of the you world. You can have as much fun as you want, but we're still going to make fun of your fun. <laughs> Fine. I don't care. I think I'm having so much fun you that people care. are getting annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> You're too damn happy. You got That's have to- it. Bring it down a notch or two. We can't have this. I'm too damn happy. That's it. That's it. Okay, Nick Wisdom RC. Oh, I gotta apologize. Sorry, Nick. He said, "Damn it, Steve. Damn it, Steve. I I just bought a Logo 200 for the third time. This is all your fault. I keep selling them or trading them. Well, that's on you, dude. And then miss having one." 
your review and commentary on your progress made me buy it again with like four, five, six five. explanation points. He says extra explanation points because I know y'all love that. Keep up the great work. <laughs> Thanks, Nick. How about you quit selling them and trading them and just keep one? Yeah, you won't have to keep buying them three it. times. Just keep flying it. Fly what the, it. What the hell, man? The like, hell, man? Literally, even if you're just hovering, just fly it. Fly it like 10 times a day. You, you'll get better. Yeah. That's stick all. time, you know. Doesn't I actually? I don't even think it matters what heli. I think really it's just stick time. Yep. You know? I agree. Awesome. All right. I think that's it, right? That's, that's all it. I see. That's it. Okay. Website comments. None. Yeah, got none. Sweet. <laughs> okay. People Podbean. Oh boy, people of Podbean. Are you kidding me? That means I got to log into Podbean. It's Podbean people's. On. I had to populate my Podbean password so I could check. Uh, we had a bunch of stuff going on. Tim Tideback. He liked my very favorite episode, 238. Marine one with Lieutenant Colonel Travis Patterson, that interview uh-huh. we did with the guy that actually flew the President of the United States around in a helicopter. Freaking yeah, awesome so episode. Awesome. Yeah, it's pretty um, neat. And uh, he liked episode 239, listener episode 21 with the one and only Ian Joel. Uh, Shortly after that, for some reason, he liked episode 241. What are they talking about? (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing to do with the fact that Ian Joel was just on the show. Uh, Then he liked episode 243, double double your pleasure, double your fun fly, 244, fellow podcaster series with Rich Sowers. That was volume one. And 248, how's it holding up? QB12222 started following us. And Steve Wattenberg liked a bunch of episodes 220 or 291, Where Is Everyone? 293, Fellow Podcaster Series with Cliff Lewis. 292, The Rancher and the Farmer Returns. 294, Mow Down Some Corn. And Alan Jenkins wraps all of the likes and stuff on Podbean up in a nice big bundle by liking episode 171 bill and two <laughs> the deuce. thanks alan bill and aka bill and is a deuce <laughs> yep that was the name of the episode that i wanted <laughs> and that's what i saw on Podbean this week so thanks everybody cool nice all right uh, as far as popping comments, we don't have any new popping comments. No comments. Wow. Oh, man. I think that's, yeah. Very Anyways. Must be off the planet. Yeah. Or I offended him by calling him a pigeon. Yeah, that yeah, might sure be fault. I think damn that's it. Yeah, it. damn it, Ian. <laughs> I know. I was trying to get a rise out. processing, man. Son of a bitch. I'm sorry. Worst part is you didn't know about his history of pigeons. I do not. Oh, I think yeah. his mother was killed by a pigeon. I was going to say that. Don't you know aliens have, you know, very short emotions? Can't do that to them. <sighs> I'm sorry, Great Eagle. All right. At least he apologized. Yeah. Okay. Uh, iTunes review. Hmm. Uh, we have yeah. an iTunes review. We do. Holy. What? And Kevin's going to sing it. And I'm going to sing it. Wait, wait. You're going to sing it? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's by Poop Mac. <laughs> <laughs> what? All right, says, let's hear it. It's titled, Love the Show, So Long, and Thanks for All the Fish. <laughs> yep, and if you guys don't know that reference, uh-huh. maybe you've got a life. I was going to say get a life, but you probably have a life. And he writes, never going to give you up, never going to let you down, never going to run around and desert you. Never going to make you cry. Never going to say goodbye. Never going to lie and or tell a lie and hurt you. Oh, five okay. stars. Oh, sweet. Five stars. Nice. Awesome. I don't think we've ever been saying to in a review, huh? That's a first. Was this review helpful? I'm going to put report Heck a concern. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I hear the show, I better hear music behind that. That's all I'm saying. Oh, boy. Yeah, we'll see all how right. singing really is now, huh? When it actually plays with the music. Damn. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thank you for uh, for that awesome review. Thanks, Poop. Yeah, thanks, Poop. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So drop us an iTunes review. We'll read the review on the next episode. Email us at free4c at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash free4c podcast. Check out our webpage, free4cpodcast.show. Hey, to Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey, Chris. Flight Test Forums, Off the Field, Audio and Video Production, Other than Flight Test Podcast, Free Forcey Podcast. Say hi to David Hill, a.k.a. Hill the Flyer. Hey, Dave. Hi, David Hill. Hi, hi David Hill. He's still going strong over there on the Flight Test Forums. Awesome. Thanks, Dave. Uh, fellow podcasters, we have the Heliheads Podcast. Suck it, Heliheads. Yeah. Suck it. Suck it. Suck All it. All right. <laughs> Telerotor Podcast. Suck it, Telerotor. <laughs> Suck it, Shaggy. Suck it, Monty. And Telerotor. <laughs> awesome. Okay. RC Roundtable. That's what fits Terry and Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And RC After Hours? That's what Andre. Okay. Skids up. <laughs> That's what Frank, Javier, and Paul. And suck it. <laughs> and when are they going to give us a show? I don't know. Uh, Inverted mm-hmm. Down Under. <laughs> With Ozzy Mozzy and Jeff. You okay, Ian? Yeah, so is wheezing right there. Too much Dr. Pepper. He's about to pass beer. out and die. Come back, yeah. call 911. Uh, he got life alert. He'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> Park Flyer Podcast. Park Flyer. That's with uh, two mics and a J. Houdini RC Heli Podcast. That's with Rich and Kenny. Yes. I think a solo man this show, though. Okay. Solo. Um, RC Plane Lab. That's with Ron and Tom in the morning. All Things That Fly. With Lucian Miller and Moose. And sometimes Ian. Sometimes uh, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Make sure you check out Bill Ann's YouTube channel. Check him out. Yep, subscribe, hit the bell. Bring Thumbs the bell, down, sus- you know, all that Like, subscribe, stuff. comment, hit the bell. Oh, yeah, that's what it was like, not this like. Oh, God, I get him all mixed up. Awesome. Be sure you ring Bill's bell. Oh, boy. Uh, Bill, should, yep. Bill should be doing, like, cartwheels in his next video, because I'm not in Jersey anymore. That's what I want to see. Oh, dude, when I talked to him at Urcha, he was so happy. 
I'll mm. bet. He was like, a oh, weight has just been lifted off of me. Yeah, he doesn't have to look to the left or right in case of low flying aircraft. Suck it, Bill. All right, thanks to our listeners. See you guys, and we'll see you next time. Bye. See ya. Bye. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Angela. Hey, guys. Good on you. <laughs> yeah, thanks for hanging out the whole show, yeah, man. Yeah, it was awesome. Thank you guys. How's it going? Awesome. All right. See ya. <sighs> okay, guys. Um, we're getting close, man. This is up. Yeah, weren't we supposed left. to do something this week? Like tease or announce something? Yeah. You had a whole plan, and then I forgot what you said because I don't listen. Yeah, I forgot as well because I don't listen to myself either. (laughs) Damn it, Steve. Damn it, Steve. Damn it, Andy. (laughs) What up? There he is. Uh, We're just going to cut you loose, dude. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, I was just typing up your papers. (laughs) Oh. Oh, no. Save it for another episode. (laughs) Okay. How do you say your, how do you pronounce your name again? I don't want to fuck it up. I'm Masri. Okay. You got it? You didn't say it again, Steve. I'm Masri. I'm Masri. Did I miss it? Miss it? Did, I make, did I get it? No. no? I'm Masri. That's good. Pronounced Mora D. Yeos. Just a googling for that RCHL. Let's fucking picture a cliff. Dude, isn't it amazing? <laughs> Every time I come across that, I laugh. Everybody's got it on their profile pic now. <laughs> I wasn't. I was like really busy with work that day, and then I got on Facebook, and I'm like, what? What the yeah, hell? What's going on, right? What did I miss? <laughs> I don't see anything wrong with that picture. That's just Cliff.